Welcome back to another episode of Home Inspector Training by myself, Garth Haslam, the home medic. We're talking today about crawl spaces. Uh, Probably one of the most scary areas that you're going to deal with as a home inspector. We're, um, we're letting you know what to look for and what to avoid and what the career enders are because, um, well, basically, if you, if you don't know well what you're doing in any of those subjects, your career could very well be over for one of a hundred reasons. So um, we've already talked about safety in there, uh, which is basically if it's unsafe, don't do it. We've talked about insulation and ventilation in crawl spaces and how important those are and what to look for. Uh, We've talked about water and mold issues. This time around, I want to talk about critters. Now, you know, the first thing that comes to mind whenever anybody thinks of crawl spaces is, oh my, you know, there's all kinds of little nasties down there, everything from spiders to snakes to raccoons to wolves you you name it you know it it can all be down there i myself just had a um raccoon family living beneath my deck that we had to just barely disinvite so you you definitely have critters that um that can find their way down in there Now, the first thing in the critters category that you as the home inspector are going to want to notice and look up is, uh, or write up, is that if there is uh, a pathway, obvious or perhaps otherwise, that might allow critters to get into the crawl space, you definitely need to write that up. That's, That's one of the... Uh, foremost things that you're looking for as a, as a home inspector is, you know, obviously no homeowner wants to have critters in their crawl space. And so if you can help identify how critters are or may be getting in, um, that certainly makes you look good and it causes happy customers that refer you out. Makes your marketing a whole lot easier. So um, let's say that you have, you know, there's a number of ways you can have crawl space accesses. Some of the older homes will actually have it on the exterior of the home. And uh, that can be an adventure because a person can try and seal that as well as you can, but still sometimes you get the smaller critters coming in through there. Newer homes will generally have accesses to the crawl space from the living space itself. That also makes it a little bit more difficult for burglars to get access to your house from the crawl space. Obviously, you don't want to have from the exterior, you don't want to have a burglar be able to get into that crawl space and and then have free reign to whatever is is beneath down there. So those are the kind of things you want to notice. Now, I think many of us have seen the Indiana Jones movie where the guy, where our hero has to part with uh, a number of spider webs in order to go on about his business. It is nasty. Um, most of us don't like spiders or spider webs at all. And, you know, this kind of goes back to the if it's not safe, don't do it thing. You need to learn um, what the dangerous spiders are in your area, know where they are, 
and what their characteristics are. For example, in my area, there's uh, only two spiders that are really a problem. One of them is the funnel web, and the other one is the black widow. And uh, in my case, the funnel web is going to be down in the crawl space or the basement in a, in a funnel web type web. And then the black widow, of course, it's looking for moisture as well. So it's uh, very conceivable, of course, that both of those kinds of spiders are going to be down in there. And um, you don't want to pay attention to that as, as the home inspector. Um, make sure you're protected. If you've got a bunch of funnel webs down in there, for example, you don't want to just waddle in there and you know try and do an inspection, get yourself bit, and then end up in the hospital. This doesn't help in paying your bills at all. So, also, <clears throat> and of course, one of the things you're going to want to pay attention to as you get into a crawl space is how deep is it? You know, is it accessible by a human being or is it only accessible by a raccoon or a snake? If it is only accessible by a snake, you need to write that up because the homeowner needs to be able to get in and around and under things and do inspections, do maintenance, do repairs, do upgrades. Um, <clears throat> so if you've got that sort of a situation, you need to write that in that, um, that the crawl space is, is not deep enough. Now, question then becomes what define deep enough? And I'm going to say a minimum of two feet, but, uh, ideally you're going to be able to actually, uh, kind of crawl around in that. And that's going to be three or four feet. Uh, obviously the best are the kinds of crawl spaces where you can actually walk around in them. So, um, as you get down into that crawl space, be it from, from the inside or the, uh, the foundation, first thing you want to look for before you go too far is do you have critters in there that are looking at you and, you know, perhaps they're unhappy that you're there. If so, you don't want to go in any further than you have to. Obviously, most critters are going to be afraid of you and they're going to look for an exit, but maybe you're at the exit. And if you're blocking their exit and they have babies, uh, they may, may just be coming at you and, or maybe it's a snake or whatever. And, uh, you just, you want to make sure that you know what's in there with you. So, Take a minute at the entry, shine your light around, make sure you've got a good light, and just take a look. Now, assuming for a moment that we don't have, you know, two shiny eyes or four or more uh, shining back at you, uh, you have that reassurance. Then the next thing you're going to want to look for is feces, and you can smell that sometimes as well. If you've got feces in there and they're and they're you can see them you can smell them you know that even though the critter may not be visible at the moment that it is inhabited so that's something you want to look for obviously snakes now termites and depending on what area of the country that you live in you may have termite mud tubes now we're going to cover termites in another segment but basically, in, um, and depending on, on again, the, the area of the country, termites in drier areas need to build mud tubes so that they can, um, let's just say, remain comfortable as they're moving from point A in the dirt to point B inside the house. And uh, those mud tubes pre preserve the humidity, 
And um, they are also a very good inspection point and a don't miss point as you're as you're doing uh, your inspection down inside there. If you see a mud tube, that certainly needs to be get get written up. Um, now, uh, do more than just write up the mud tube. You're going to want to go over there and take a look at it, scrape it off a little bit, see if it's active. Maybe you have termite workers in there. Um, you get an idea of whether it's an active or a historical tube, but in any case, the, uh, the key point is, you know, make sure that you can identify and help the homeowner eliminate the reason why those termites are there. Uh, that's usually wet wood water, again, depending on the area of the, uh, of the country that you're in. Sometimes you're going to get wasps down inside a crawl space. It makes a very good protected area for a wasp nest, and sometimes those nests can get huge, and quite often they're not happy that you're down there bugging them. So again, keep your eyes open. Make sure you know what's going on down there. If you disturb a wasp nest and you're crawling along at um, six inches per minute, uh, you're going to get some wasp stings, and that could be a career ender. You don't, uh, you don't need any of the above. So pay attention to critters while you're down there. Make sure you know what, uh, what kinds of, of spiders. And you're, you're best off, whether or not the place is, uh, is cleaned out and, you know, and critter-free, you, you, you still want to go to Home Depot or uh, Lowe's or a place like that. Maybe I'll even add it to my website. A place where you can get um, a bodysuit something that is going to be wasp bite or wasp sting free or you know the the uh, the the other critters are going to have a lot more trouble biting or harming you if you've got a decent suit on now that's still going to leave your hands and your face exposed and uh, and your feet but there are things you can do about that as well and and depending on the kind of suit you have sometimes even the feet are covered so you just got to worry about the hands and the face um even if you don't have critters down there, a suit like that can at least keep your clothes clean so that you don't show up to your next home inspection looking like you're, uh, you just crawled out of a mine, which you kind of did. Um, so that, uh, that's the segment on critters. You know, again, the career enders don't get stung, don't get bit, uh, you know, don't get hammered down there and you know just make sure you're going to have nails make sure that you're you're staying on top of your own safety because no home inspection fee is is adequate to uh, to pay the hospital bill um, then once you are out to make sure you uh, report everything again respectfully and knowledgeably and confidently to your um, to your buyers Make them glad that they hired you, and uh, then marketing gets a whole lot easier. That's the end of this podcast. Thanks for hanging with me and being on the team. Now go out there and make me proud.